attention, attention Overly blunt in this one, first to mention Gotta get your Thursday right for the weekend Overly blunt podcast for the treatment Keeping this shit a hundred not a notch low Cause 99 too far from a hundo New week, new Thursday, OBLP Yo, 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 what's good, everybody? Hope everyone's having a good day, a blessed day, a blessed Thursday. This is the Overly Blunt Podcast. This is the Overly Blunt Podcast. <laughs> this is the OB Podcast on OB Radio. Yo, we keep, <laughs> we, we keep it that too, man. I fucked up my high ass, yo. My bad. Now, this is the Overly Blunt Podcast. This is the only podcast we're keeping it 99. is way too far from 100. Yo. It's a new week. It's a new Thursday. Got Renee here with me. Always. Jasmine couldn't make it this week, so we substituting this week with uh, Manuel. What's good, Manuel? <laughs> hey, guys. How you doing? <laughs> good, Manny. How are you guys? How are you guys doing today? Doing good, man. Together, just That's it? Just doing good? Yeah. That's all? I'm feeling blessed. Once you spark that, I'll talk more. Bro, just talk. <laughs> like, <laughs> don't be... Don't be uh, don't be thirsty for the weed, bro. Don't be thirsty for the weed now. It's been a long K-O-D. day. Yeah, it's my. It's like having a beer after work. That's what I. That's I, what a blunt is. Yeah, that's what it feels like. That's what a blunt is to me. I, I feel like I'm getting back into my blunt habit again, bro. That's cause of me. Not even <laughs> evil, like I smoked a couple blunts this weekend with my cousin too. Ooh. I know, bro. Ooh. I've been on, I've been on the bong life lately. Yeah, same. Well, I've been, I haven't picked up in like three weeks. So. Bro, I really made eight grams last me two weeks. You know, what was the last time I did that shit. I don't even remember. Probably twelfth grade. Nah, I wasn't picking up like that in twelfth grade yet. I just picked up. I'm glad. I'm glad with my with where I get mine, how I get it. It's pretty fun. Shut up, I plug. How you get it? You run through the slums of San Bernardino. Fuck that. And then I ain't there's that bitch. a gatekeepers named <laughs> security guards, and these gatekeepers will tell you yes or no, depending mm-hmm. on your ID. Definitely mm-hmm. not in that bitch. Once you go in there, you must hail Satan, and then weed falls out from the roof, and you know, it just happens to be. Bro said hail Satan. You know, speaking of that, bro, I met two Satanists some two days ago. How was it? You know, their perspectives of, of, like, how they see it. To me, I didn't mind. You know what I mean? But the the way they were expressing it in public to other people around them, it makes people was a big deal. Yeah, uncomfortable. It makes, it makes people uncomfortable. Yeah, because they were, like, Why, oh, They were blunt about it? Yeah, they were open. I mean, there were a couple, and they were open about their what they believed in, and I thought that was tight, you know. But it was a couple. It was a couple. But they were trying to force mm-hmm. it on everybody, or they were no, just no, no. They were just, they were, they were just, just there, and, and they had like the upside down cross necklaces on, and they had they looked all goth out and stuff. You know what I mean? But they're happy people. Or? They were, yeah, yeah, of course they're happy. You know what I mean? Yeah, <laughs> that's weird. How's it weird? It's not weird, but it's just like, you know, I, I think because you, the, I guess the, uh, the Satan, satanic shit has such a negative uh, connotation behind it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, I mean, right? Isn't, isn't that shit bad? No. Read the first, like, ten, the Ten Commandments of Satanism. I think it's really seven of them, but mm-hmm. none of them are, like, bad. That's what they were saying, too. That was their argument. So, what, so what's the whole point of that? It's just another religion, but it's it's kind of nah. Like, but the the sick people that be doing all the sacrifices and shit like that that's what they that's what they worship. Don't you know? That's, that's what they're, the they're, that's satanic religion, isn't it? Well, if that was the case, and all the satanists around the world would have been doing that every time they have worship. 
the people you talking about is a whole different ballgame when it comes to Satanism. I wouldn't consider them Satanism. So these people. So what's mm-hmm. so I'm saying? So what are these people? What are these people? What are they? What are they? What are they promoting? What do they believe? Like what's what's the, what is it? If they're not doing what the what the other well, ones are doing, what, what are they doing? Just that, free will. That, yeah, exactly. That was what they said too. Their their ability of free will was their reasoning for for Satanism. They were saying because they they believed in in uh, same sex. They believe in you know what 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 the Bible doesn't really promote. Yeah, the Bible. The, the Bible. Uh, the Bible kind mm-hmm. of. Uh, it, uh, that's what, they're, it's a that, fiction that's, what they were, that's what they were saying, it's, and that's what they were believing. There was a time where I like really read into a lot of different religions, and Satanism was one of them. But it surprised mm-hmm. me. That's the crazy part. It was surpri- It was more interesting to read that, knowing it doesn't have all this neg- negative stigma behind it, like you would think it does. Isn't mm-hmm. is uh, that shit basically like Scientology? No, mm-hmm. Scientology is like nah, nah. <laughs> Scientology is just like. Uh, I don't even want to say it. Cause the way we're wild, that motherfuckers will come after me. <laughs> but yeah, you met you met these people. Yeah, uh, it was in Pomona. And you guys actually had like had a conversation. I was just like, I just, I just asked, I just asked them, you know, like what what that got them into it, and like like you were saying, it was the power of free will, and and the, when they were expressing their feelings about their religion, they were saying that there's no there's no bad connotation behind it. If you get into it, they weren't trying to force it on anybody. They were just saying that they were happy with what they believed in and they're open about it. And they go to like this uh, Satanist church, you can call it, but it's not even a church. It's like a, a friend's house, and they all go and they worship what they worship. You know what I mean? And they were just open about it. It was pretty dope. But the people around them were like giving them hella shit. Of course, hella shit. And, and I've never encountered that. Like seeing that was wild to me. Imagine someone, imagine someone turning water into wine. You know how many people gonna call him like the false prophet? Yeah. So when yeah. you have when you have a lot of like like witches back in the day, like I see a lot of witches now. Like my yeah. type of women is witches. Mm-hmm. <laughs> many like freaky bitches. So when it comes to like just having this neg- negative stigma behind something, I always overlook that part of it because it's like. Bro, back in the... Like, St. Nick was a shaman, but we praise him as, like, fucking... Like, Santa Claus and give, <clears throat> give yeah. things these yeah. false identities that they're not. Mm-hmm. Like, imagine you you pass away and now there's a holiday after you, but it's, like, everything That'd that be you don't fucking believe in. Yeah, dude. Yeah. You're gonna be turning over in your grave, like, yo, I'm not Santa Claus, I'm St. Nick. Speaking mm-hmm. of uh, religion, do you guys did you guys come, come up with a certain religion? Yeah, I came up as a Buddhist. As a Buddhist, really? Mm-hmm. Mm, that's interesting. I never, I never, um, is it Jasmine's Buddhist, no? Really? Oh, oh yeah, but I never really, she's not really, like, into it like that, huh? I mean, was she never same, really, same. she's never really, like, practiced, pra- pra- I mean, like, uh, shared, shared with us enough, but, uh, she, with you, she did? I mean, not with you, um, no. you actually went through, um, had a good experience with it or no? Oh, was no, like, I was, like, young, young. You weren't, not, you weren't super involved? Not really, not really. I was more into, like, the belief of it, but I was never into like the study of it. If that makes sense. Who was it? Who was who brought you into that, or who you know, who was the one that? Why Buddhism? Family, just what at they the believed time. in at the time. It was just family. You know, we would go to the temple. We'd give our you know things and whatnot. Oh word. And um, a lot of times when I went, whatever I was wearing, I'd place it down. I'd go there, do my worship, pick it back up when I get out. Can't eat meat for certain days. I can't drink milk for certain days. For I forgot the reasons why. I wish I could give you the reasons why, but do you, do you um 
did you like any of anything any of the values or practices that you learned? I like anything you took from it? Yeah, what I what I took from it was the value ship of reincarnation. You know what I mean? Like if you're really, really bad, you'd be turned into one of the animals that get slaughtered. But if you're really, really good, you'd be turned into the one of the animals that give life. Explain that, is, explain that, explain that. Like, you know, an, like Mhm. It's more like a reincarnation of that what they believe? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Indian Indians believe that too. Oh, I didn't know that. Yeah, no, like that's <clears throat> that's why with me, like energy is very important. What you energy was important. I grew up as a Sikh. Hmm. Explain that experience. How was that? Um it was positive as far as what they preach, but as far as like household stuff, like I had to grow up with long hair, so like after nine eleven, like none of it was the religion's fault, you feel me? It was mm-hmm. just like the cards I was dealt. So after nine eleven shit just was whack. Um the stigma, huh? Yeah, it's just society looks at you weird, but like the only place you feel comfortable is around your own people. But again, you're the black sheep, so you're not really. Because you're from here, basically. I was always just against the rules. That's true. Always. Like, as soon as I turned 18, I cut my hair. And my mom was like, cool, like, it hurt. But that's one promise I made to God was I'll make sure you keep your hair and your faith for 18 years. So I was like, all right, that's cool, but like. It was at my expense. So growing the hair out is a is a religious practice. Yeah, you don't oh, like yeah. our ancestors didn't mm-hmm. have scissors. So. Mm. Like your hair is actual power. So why are you cutting it for vanity? How is hair power though? That, yeah. Um, Samson, you ain't heard the story of Samson? I haven't. Put me on game. This dude was I don't know the exact story. I just know he laid in bed with a girl. She cut his hair. He woke up, lost all his power. Wow. But I want to know the significance of hair because I honestly feel like the longer the hair, like it just gets annoying, gets in the way and shit. But I mean, but it's but it's a blessing, honestly, that you to have long hair. Hold up. Get in the way of what though? Reality like, or spirituality? Mmm. Reality. See, but, but, but what I'm saying. So what 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 does it mean? What does it mean spiritually then to have long hair? Bro, wait, like, what? What's, what's the what's the story behind like that saying? Because it has to come from something. I don't know the story behind it, but I felt to myself when I didn't understand the religion or why I kept my hair. I was just thinking vanity. I don't feel good. It's getting in the way, etc., cetera, etc. Cetera. Yeah. I don't have hairstyles. Can't yeah. wear hats. I can't wear uh, hoodies. So it's just like it was getting in the way of reality. But when spirituality I was when different. I grew my hair out again, I was like, I, I don't know. You feel it. Mm. And you, and you also did say that you, um, that you, when you, because you had your hair, um, you, you grew it out for a while. It wasn't super long, but it was long. And you said that once you cut it, that, like, you started having bad luck and shit like that? It just got worse. It was weird. It's not bad luck. It's shit just gets worse. Hmm. But yeah, like, I don't know. You think it was, you think, like, it was because you cut your hair out? Mm, it could or be. Or it's a reach. It could be, but. At the same time, that's just what had happened when bad shit started happening. So, of course, you're going to blame it on the air. But you do, you do hear rappers saying that shit. Like, a lot of people reference that line. Yeah. Like, there's powers in the hair. It is. James Brown did it. James Brown said that the reason why he started the way he did so he can reach God. And he felt that power. And you can see that power through James Brown. <laughs> Bro, when... the bar. I don't know. It's, it's a certain power, certain creativity, I feel. I just feel like... I think it's a creativity. I feel like his tentacles, honestly, his tentacles that just grab all the energy around me better than I can. That's a good way to put it. Oh, yeah. That's a nice way to put that, actually. Because if you look at my work when I was growing my hair, I was better than what I've done lately. Right. Like, I was way more creative and consistent. Mm-hmm. That's true. 
That's the power within the hair. Again, it could Spiritually. be. It could be. Yo, if, it, if that's the case, bro, that, that can bring, like, some good luck your way. You know what I mean? You can grasp all that energy and keep it in the store. Yeah, no, today I thought about it. I'm like, my hair is already annoying me. I might as well just no, it out. I cut my hair today, bro. <laughs> Shout out my boy Vic. Yo, Gabe, you're in Riverside. I need a haircut. Hit up my boy Vic, yo. Real shit. <laughs> now, can I talk about my 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 uh yeah gr- yeah, my upgrowing? Well, I because I, I grew up I grew up a Catholic basically. Mm-hmm. Well, I, yeah, I was Catholic and did all my sacraments up up until my you know my confirmation. And for those that are Catholic, you guys don't know you know Catholics they do like this we like we, we get baptized and then we do our first communion and then we do our, like our confession our first like our reconciliation and we do our um. A confirmation, and then eventually you do marriage, and then eventually you do like you know there's there's certain sacraments you do, and um yeah I did all that and but I always questioned it even even coming up I always tell my mom like really mom like Adam and Eve were the first people on earth like like that like that was like that's how it happens like I doubt it like it was just like poof there that this is the first people I always questioned it I always had oh, questions yeah. me too yeah, and um, free will. now that I'm older and I see how the church is is like I don't just I don't agree with a lot of the way that the church does a lot of things. Like the way, like before, it's cool. I get donations are to help the church, and you know, it's it's just so they can help even the people and, and give back to the people. But now, now it goes up to like three donations. Like, come on, yo! Mm-hmm. Like, and, and and poor people obviously they they donate and with the with the you know they're hopeless. You know, they they they, they, they kind of feel like the church sells hope because a lot of people they just want to donate because they feel like they're doing good and they're gonna get blessed back in return if something amazing is gonna happen to them or something like that. And I just feel like they just, it just, they, they just, they lose hope, you know? And I don't like that shit. I don't like how they're asking them to do it three times. And then one, they even do like, oh, they make the kids do it. So it makes it look like a little bit better yeah. too, like a little bit more guilty. Like, oh, mom, I want to go, I want to go up there and take money. Like, like, like it's just a tr- strategic, you know? And I be peeping this shit when I, now that I went lately when I'm, I'm older, I be peeping. And that's why I, I couldn't agree. Cause I was trying to go back, you know? Cause it was just, I would go back and it, it would take me back to when I would go to church with my parents. Cause I don't, you know, they're not, they're not close by. So it would just it would it would be like nostalgic like you know when I was when I was younger and then to be going to church with them and everything and I, I tried it out again but I'm like I couldn't get behind it I felt like a hypocrite just coming to church because I didn't agree with a lot of the shit they were saying mm. so but yeah I kind of stepped away you know once I turned eighteen I kind of my mom wasn't like pressing me to go to church anymore and stuff like that so I hate that the age is eighteen yeah I hate that like. There should be some things at 18, there should be some things younger, and there should be some things older. <clears throat> I believe you should be 21 to vote. Yep. Facts. That's a fact. I be- when, I- I- when I was 18, I definitely would have been behind the They're trying to lower to 16, bro. You know how, like, young people, like, are so easily convinced for, like, dumb shit? It's easy to get their vote? Yeah. In school, you, you push the agenda to the schools, and there you have your yeah, voter see, base. We, we did that, um... For, for, for certain polls too like they would come in and they'd be like vote yes on this and only this and they would pass it around like it's like in my sophomore year in high school and they, they would like kind of force us to vote for them because yeah. they were the one granted into the high school and they were the ones granted to, to be voted on so the older I got the more I realized it's like, weird <laughs> yeah nah. even, even with the religion part like I would come home, like, if it was tied too tight, like, my ears would be bleeding. And I'd be like, nah, this shit's just uncomfortable. My hair's getting too long. I'm getting bad migraines. Mm-hmm. When, did, when did you take the step to be like, I'm not wearing this no more? Um, I started wearing my hair down here and there during high school. Like, my senior year, I just wore it in a bun back here. But um, I'm good on that. But you didn't have to, like, like, your mom wanted to trip. Like, did you have to wear it and take it off at school? Like, just sneak and then go to school and take it off? Nah. 
I'm, I always, I was breaking rules at an early age, so it's like the rules that were set for me were very minimal. Well, what, they were strict? Nah. No. They, they, I guess you could say my parents tried to be strict, but I guess there comes that point where you just swallow that pill. Like, but but at the same time, you're not you're not being you're not being super crazy. No, it's I just wasn't. you're just doing like little things. I was just doing shit I wanted to do within like within my age group. I was skating late. I was coming home late. Mm-hmm. Um, I started smoking weed, so it was like. I was never I was never bad in school, you know. I would get a lot of referrals for like talking or being the class clown, but my grades were always solid. Um, but you're a smart person, overall. Book smart, not really. No, you're just smart. Hmm. Like you know, you can survive at the end of the oh, day. Yeah, thank you. I mean, at the end of the day, that you, I think that's what every parent I kind of I guess wants maybe, just you not relying on them. Yeah. Like for the most part, and mm. like for the most part, you try not to rely, because you know I'm blessed too, and I have parents that I could rely. You know, that is a safety net, and I could rely on them at the end of the day. Well, I'm not gonna be homeless. I'm not gonna be having to be worrying about some shit. But I try to rely, not to rely on them as much as I I possibly can. Yeah. No, that's always been that's always just been the ideology. Like I would sell pop tarts and like Snickers and shit just to buy like prom ticket. That's just, sick. Just because yeah. it was like you I had that mentality though. See, I, just, I wish I had that work ethic. I just never wanted like I don't know you you see you see your parents come home after work and you're like yo like these motherfuckers is hurting mm-hmm. yeah so it's always been like that's always been the goal is just to like and it's funny because I remember when, when when I was younger my now my my parents would get home as soon as they got home we'd all be like oh let's go do this go do that and do that with it and then I didn't get I didn't get it before but they would be like man we just got home from work like we ain't trying to just go out and do stuff we're trying to unwind a little bit you know watch TV eat you know do something and then now when I started now because I work and everything now I I feel it because I used to get home and be like man I ain't just trying to do shit yeah like chill out like hold on <laughs> yeah I feel it and it's just it's just even yeah it's just now it's for me it's always work work work. And I understand, but I feel like I feel like from you from younger, you you notice that about about your mom and shit. Like you notice, like you don't like you, you, you wanted to help. Yeah, no, definitely. and with me, I always felt like, oh, they got it, they got it, are they good? Yeah, no, your parents tricked you real well. But I, it's a pro and a con though. It is. I'm just saying they tricked you. Like you don't like with my mom. She would always say like, oh, I could get it, but you could see it in her eyes that she can't. Mm-hmm. But she'll figure a way out to like get you that Christmas gift or whatever. Mm-hmm. I hate like I hate it whenever my birthday would come up. It'd be like birthday and Christmas gift. Like, dude, I don't expect shit. Like, so, like let's not celebrate right. Christmas here because we can't already afford it. Right. So it's like yeah, I didn't like I, it like that. Yeah, no. It's for me. It's like, I had to get upset if I didn't get a Christmas present. You feel me? Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. It was just at a at an early age. That's just what happened. There was a time, like, as a kid, I was probably, like, five, six, where we were in New York, and I remember our neighbors had this basketball, like, little-ass, like, basketball with flames on it. I think I told you this. But it was, like, a $13 ball, and I remember I asked my mom, like, yo, can I get this? Can I get this? She mm-hmm. was like, not this year. And then, like, a year or a year and a half later, she ended up getting me that ball. Mm-hmm. But I just remember telling her, like, oh, don't worry. Like, she told me on my birthday, like, oh, I couldn't get your ball. And I was like, sorry, Mom. Like, 
we'll end up getting it next year. Like, I'll save up for it. I'll help you. That's good, man. Yeah. But I just, I just knew that. Like, my parents were very honest with me. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That's good. That's good. That's good. That's really good. It was like, See? I was, the reason why I have a connection with my mom so much is just like a lot of my childhood memories is with her. Mm-hmm. Like, we wouldn't take the bus to go down 12 blocks. Like, we're not going to spend that $3 or whatever. Mm-hmm. We're going to just walk. Mm-hmm. Even for Chuck E. Cheese, like, we would walk to Chuck E. Cheese like two, three miles away, but it was always like, that was just what we did. Yeah. So we built, I built a lot of my, like, a lot of the memories I have in my head are just, like, walking, seeing things, seeing things from, like, a kid perspective. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, at an early age, I just knew, like, yo, this person's, like, really taking care of me. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like, making hot dog packs for dinner. <clears throat> yeah. That's but, tight, man. Yeah, that's when, that's when things got real bad, when, because we didn't eat meat. But hot dogs were cheap, so there was some nights where it was like, you get a hot dog, you get a hot dog. Mm-hmm. You split it apart, right? Yeah. Gotta share it. Cut it up, share it, eat, put ketchup on it, that's your dinner. New York shit. Have you ever had that mentality to do, like, something greedy for yourself when you were younger? Nah. I always wanted, wow. like, for my, like, my cousin, I call him my cousin, Shafi. I just remember, like, we both found this bike, and... He would, he wanted to ride that shit forever, and I was always the type mm-hmm. like, let me just get ten fucking minutes. Like, mm-hmm. I I didn't really care for a lot of things. It was always like I just want that spark of happiness. Yeah, and I'll be cool. Yeah, yeah. Because once you have it all, you just get accustomed to it. Like, you yes, really you do. do. You do. I saw the uh, Twilight Zone, uh, the comedian episode. Me too, man. Fire. Fire. He gave up. He just wanted laughs. But every time the what? Died, uh, Twilight Zone. With Jordan oh, Peele? I didn't see it. Is it good? Mm-hmm. What is it about? Well, he wanted a... Comedian? Yeah, he was a comedian, and he just sucked. He was, like, joking about, like, the amendment. Like, bro, this so, shit so was... So basically, so basically, Jordan Peele just giving commentary on yeah. Twilight, Twilight Zone episodes? Yeah. Yeah, bro. he's great, man. Yeah. Doing a great job. <laughs> but, yeah, the dude was... Uh, they were, like... If you want every Tracy Morgan was like, if you want everything, you gotta give a little bit of yourself each time. Mm-hmm. And whenever the comedian started joking about people he knew, the first name of, like people he knew by the first name, they uh, they would disappear in his jokes. So he joked about his nep or his cat first or whatever his dog named Cat. Mm-hmm. That shit disappeared. His girlfriend had no fucking idea what it was. Like it never existed. Mm-hmm. And then. He was confused. So the second night, people started laughing when he joked about his nephew. Then nephew goes missing. Nephew <laughs> goes missing. No one ever knew what he looks like. There's no pictures of him. There's like, he was, but only the comedian remembers. Mm-hmm. So it got to the point where the comedian's just like list, he has like a notebook where he's just writing first names of people he didn't like. Mm-hmm. And these people were disappearing. And then he broke up with his girlfriend and like, it just got crazy to where like, all he wanted was laughs, but he gave up everything for it. Yeah. Being greedy is just, I don't see the point. Well, because, you know, you had a family, though, you yeah. know, like. That's true. And a good family. 
Yeah. I feel like when people, when kids are raised up the wrong way, they're going to do the shit they do. Oh, yeah. That's why there's a balance out there of good and evil, you know what I mean? So <laughs> You feel greed? You felt you were greedy growing up? Yes. He had to be. It was survival. I had to. Well, I had to learn the mistakes first at a young age. And then after that, I learned the balance of like good and bad kind of mm-hmm. thing, you know? I saw consequences before consequences became a moral for me. Does that yeah. make sense? You know what I mean? Yeah. So, like, you know, hearing that, man, that's really good. Because, yeah. like, to me at that age, I didn't believe there was any good out there at all for kids. You know, and, like, of course, like, how can you? Yeah. You know so, what I mean? So, like, I had a dark childhood. Yeah. But whenever I look back, it's always like, it wasn't as that. It wasn't. It wasn't that bad. bad. That's why I see it too, though. You know what I mean? I, I look at back at it, bro, and I just think life is funny. No. Yeah. I just but, think. But for you to think like, look, think back and be like, man, it wasn't that bad. It could have been worse. Like that. That. That's a lot. Because yeah, because that means like no one can complain. Yeah. No. Really. Because they're they're still living it, bro. Yeah, I mean, you've you been down skid row, right? <laughs> yeah, I did recently. Yeah. yeah. Just like that, they still out there. They still live it. I happen to be humbled and blessed with the thanks I've been given and I, I ran with it bro and honestly I had to be greedy to run with it too I had to leave back a lot of friends I had to leave back a lot of people that I knew personally to get where I'm here now and it was worth it you know what I mean that sacrifice was worth it that sacrifice was worth it <laughs> yeah no that's I don't I watch documentaries on kids in India and it's like dog it's brutal man I'm blessed to be just fucking same yeah. through the worst shit I've been through I'm Gladly would pick that over what these kids are going through. Like seven year olds working in fucking coal mine fields. Yes. With slippers, a hard hat. No choice? By no choice? Yeah, really by Survival. no choice. Survival. Yeah. Their parents their parents support them to do it. There was one kid that watched his dad die inside a cave. Like they were both working together. Like how fucked up is that first off? Then, then the fucking the the cave collapsed, and the rock took his dad out, and, he, and the kid was kind of laughing about it on camera. Like, his eyes came out, and his head was cracked right here. The guy's like, "You're not scared." He's like, "Fear is fear. I'm just trying yeah, to see. eat." When when you go I'm through those trying to eat, when you go through those kind of things, bro, you just you just realize something. I don't even know what it is really, but you just realize that. Shit coming quick. I guess I guess you feel it more since you've you been you you've been closer to that than you have been to like you don't you don't remember like a great childhood. You remember a bad one, but you connect a little bit more to the bad one. <laughs> to the to the worst shit because it's like you already had that step towards it, you know? Yeah. That's why like I feel like if me and you were to watch a video, like it would hit as different because it's oh, yeah. like you just again, like you said, you just like feel something it's like oh yeah like empathy is a it's a hard word for me to describe but i feel like when i do watch these videos like kids in syria that are surviving barrel bombs in their fucking city every week for the last seven years Mm -hmm. it's like i don't i didn't have to go through that my childhood isn't fucking ducking for airplanes because so i feel for those kids like like I'll I'll legit start crying during these videos because it's like yo, it's fucked up. Like you feel powerless, and at the same time, it's like I'm I feel so blessed. Like whatever I've been through, like I'm at peace with it. Me too. I came at peace with it too once I realized, like I said before, people out there got it way worse than I did, bro. You know what I mean? Like regardless of my circumstances too, like 
I'm gl- I'm glad I went through it so young, and I'm glad I got out of it so young. Yeah, that's a blessing. Yeah, it's a very amazing story that you have, bro. Kids in Yemen, bro, like starving. I don't have those years where like my first eighteen months I'm malnourished and then I die. Mm-hmm. Like, I don't have so it's like whatever I've been through, like thank God. Right. How long were exactly. you? How long you in India for? When you were, you were born there, right? Yeah, I was born there. I left India too. Oh, I guess yeah, you're super young still. Yeah, I've I've probably gone back like seven, eight times. Fifth birthday out there. And it's fucked up when you go out there. Like you see, you see this shit, like you see the shit that's like damn. Or yeah, bro. Like right by my my uh, city, there's a tent city. Yeah. Like right by our village. Fuck. You go a little bit out, and it's a whole tent city, like an entire little community made out of garbage. Kids are playing with like a stick and like a bicycle rubber and they're just like and it's you just See, you drive by it mm-hmm. it's funny because when like when i was in school at such a young age and when teachers told me that i never took it serious because i never thought it was real you know what i mean but actually seeing that shit yeah no when that's you crazy see it, it's like like we're about to go shopping bro and there's a whole f- i don't even know if they know what clean water tastes like anymore so it's like we're just driving to go shopping i'm looking at this window it just happens to be on my side i'm like like, I really wish I could play with you guys because I don't know what else to really do. Like, mm-hmm. I wish I could change all your guys' life and fucking, mm-hmm. you know, give you the hopes and dreams that you always wanted. Yeah. But like, we just fucking drove by. That's really it. Like, India's property is fucking crazy. It just puts you on, like, a weird... Because America poor is India rich, or really any third world country rich. Like, with, with what you got in your bank, you could survive out there for probably two, three years. Or? Damn. You could probably build a house out there. Like, you, it's, it's a different type of poverty. You see yourself giving back to India like that, or? If I did, no government would have to be involved because I don't, I don't like India's government. Mm. Like, there's just no way we're this far behind when that's, we have some of the smartest fucking people in the world. That's the part that sucks when you try to help other countries and stuff, but the, the government would just be... I mean, like, I'm not saying ours is perfect and, every, and I'm not by... This is just all, all countries. This is across the board. It's, yeah, but other countries is just... is way fucked up. Yeah. It's scary, scary corrupt. Like, like here is scary corrupt, but at least it's still kind of like a white lie corruption in like, a way. We could, we could still kind of manage mm-hmm. with what we have. Right. Yeah. And if we get you a good lawyer, you know, you might, you know, might, you, you be all right. But other countries, like imagine, tra- that, that's, all, I, that's one of my fears. I actually do like traveling to other countries and getting arrested or getting involved with the law. Like that, yeah, that's same. scary, that's bro. Scary shit. That's scary. I don't know, man. I have a dark story to where like, I just, I haven't, I only told one person, but it's just, you thank God that you don't get any like you're not wanted you just thank god like thank god i made it to america back safe Hmm. then that's when you thank god like thank god there's like we're in the fucking middle of nowhere and there's no street lights or cameras and shit like you just you just come back a whole different person because if you get locked up there it's like damn like you done i know man you from america like we're not deporting you we keeping you 
what, what, why do they benefit for keeping you? Mm-hmm. It's just some people like seeing people suffer. That's true. You know, everyone got beef with America. Yeah. <laughs> I lo- like, it's, it's like, just ah, you American? Bet. <laughs> Locked up. You ain't going nowhere, bitch. You go there with a the fresh haircut, they'll know. They'll know. Like, they, they have code names for Americans and a code name for Europeans. Shit crazy. You can't even, well, you can't even go to the tourist park? Like, not even safe there? I don't know any tourist spots. Uh, Taj Mahal. Mm, yeah, there's a lot of scam, but yeah. <laughs> scam likely. I want to go visit places, but like, shit like that been making me not want to go visit places. I want to mm-hmm. go to Cuba, bro. Cuba looks Cuba. fire. Though. I want to go to Cuba. I want to go to Miami and then go to Cuba. Chris is obsessed with Miami. And yeah, I'm going to be out there twenty by 2021. I'm going to be officially out there. Let's do it. Bet money. I said, let's do it. Why are you trying to bet me money? Not you. I'm just saying. I'm just telling the viewers, <laughs> bet. I'm telling y'all. You look, you look me dead in the eyes like bet. Bet. I'm, I'm going to be in Miami again in November, hope, most likely. Again, I'm excited. But not Cuba, we definitely gotta do Cuba. Cuba. I'm gonna be in, I'm gonna be, oh my bad, I'm gonna be in 420. I'm gonna be in Denver 420. I'm gonna be in Denver for 420. I'm being Alaska in June. In June? Alaska? That's hard. Fire. I've never been to, I've never been to like. We both going to white, white towns. (laughs) Cold white towns. (laughs) Missouri was in January. How was that? It was fire. I talked about it on like two episodes ago. Well, how was Missouri? Just, was it like it was different? It was a different white experience. Um, I didn't see much people because how cold it was. Mm. Yeah, mm, I didn't. I didn't see much people because how cold it was. It was fucking cold. Um, the pizza hit different. That's why, yeah. bro. Jalapenos, not the circle ones, but they cut long, and they drip honey over them shits. What? Yo, fuck. Luxury. Honey over the pizza? Honey over the jalapenos. But on the pizza? Yeah. Yeah. I had not, trust me. I was like, (laughs) I was like, what the fuck? Guy was like, I'll give you a free slice. I was like, all right, bet. Fucking bit into that slice, bro. I ordered a large to go. (laughs) I was like, no. Yo. I'm a pizza connoisseur, so like when I tried that was like pizza. That was the first time I saw that shit. I was like, honey on fucking pizza dog, are you kidding me? Mm Mm-hmm. That just sounds weird. Honey on cheese? Like, come on, dog. Nah, bruh. I'm full. That shit hit. Different, though. No, that shit hit. It was like, bro, your taste buds are instantly itching. Like, Damn. <laughs> that shit was fire. I, when I think about Missouri, I think about the honey pizza. Honey pizza. That's the top three things. I don't ever see myself going to Missouri. You might. St. Louis. Columbia. What's going down now, baby? Smino. <laughs> nah, Bryson Tiller. You from Missouri? St. Louis. I mean, uh, Louisville. Mm-hmm. Louisville, St. Louis. Kentucky, I mean. Kentucky? I don't know. <laughs> I don't got the shit fucked up. I got that shit fucked up. No, you know what I can't believe still? What? That MC gone, dog. Yeah. I cannot believe it though. Yeah, it's your shirt. But, but you know what's dope? The love that's been shown. Yeah. It's been yeah, a week. It's been almost 
Yeah, it's been a long ass time already. No, and it's it's been eight days. And it's about a week, and it's still going strong. Yeah. There's going to be a march again in uh, L.A. by the Staples Center, I think. That's where he's been. That's the funeral. Yeah, funeral. Mm. funeral. On Thursday. I want to go, but I have to work. It's, yeah, no. Definitely a game changer. Yeah, but Biden says they'd like to kill kings in front of us as a... As like a statement or some shit. I didn't look at it like they killed the regular rapper, bro. Yeah. No, definitely I didn't. Not. I looked at it like they killed the Malcolm, they killed the king, um, man. MLK, mm-hmm. a leader, someone that was actually doing. And that's why people were, but people were like the, the the conspiracy about the the, the Sebi shit. That's why I'm like, I don't believe, like. I get that's that maybe a reason too, but I don't think it was just for that. I just feel like he was a he was an overall threat because he was an empower he was empowering the community. He was changing minds and perspectives and. People, people were looking at this shit different. And mm-hmm. look, and even, even look what happened now after the death, bro. The, all the gangs united for the first time. They were having dialogue. Like that's 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 Nipsey. That's because that's of Nipsey. Pope, after the death. Nation mm-hmm. of Islam went by too. Today, yeah, they did, they did their march today or yesterday, I believe. Like, that shit's amazing. That's like, crazy. It's dope that, that he he did that. Even after even after he's gone, he's... he's that's just the impact he did already. That's a, it's dope. It's amazing. That's why I didn't look at this shit like, oh, it just, oh, Nipsey died. Damn. And like, this one hurt, bro. They really took, they took someone that was a king. And I, I believe by next album, he was going to be a really a household name. He was becoming a household name, and that's why they were getting scared. Yeah, he was becoming man. a Kendrick level name, and he was talking the way he was talking and doing what he was doing. Yeah, of course, you're a threat now. And he only had just dropped one album. Like across, Dave, yeah. yeah across the like, board. Mm hmm. He like he about to have I think this year I think he was gonna be on, the, on a he's been on a Cali record he has his own Cali so you know Cali records are already a good look because that's already a different demographic you're hitting and um, having he's about to do the Meek Mill tape he mm-hmm. just, he was just you know he he was I think this year was gonna be his feature year he was gonna start being on everybody's feature and Rick Ross uh, played that little snippet that he had Nipsey on it he's gonna have Nipsey on his new album and that just sounded fire I'm just like okay yeah like sounds really this, good this, he was it was gonna be his year to like just I think just get on everybody's track. And then next year he was in the drop again, I think. And been hard, yeah. And I feel like he was he was becoming a household name, and that's why I, it sucks because you were he he was being a threat in a way to them, you know, quote unquote them. That's just unfortunate though, bro. When you see someone in the industry like that too, owning their own shit and speaking out the truth, name, giving empowerment to the people, back to the people. That's why big threat, big target, man. I think it's dope that us playing, even the music being streaming the way it's streaming, is dope because he owed all his masters. So that's dope. Yeah, yeah, that's fine. He gets them. He gets the money. So that's dope. That's super fire. dope, bro. And it goes back to his family too. No label, no nothing. Mm-mm. To his family. To his family. Man, R.P. Nipsey, bro. That shit hurt. R. That R. shit Nipsey. hurt, bro. That shit it hurt because I I did not expect that. And I don't wish death on nobody, but even when I when I first found that out, my first initial thought was like, man, it should have been Takashi. Yeah. It should have been Takashi. Cause like someone that actually wanted smoke, someone that actually like taunting everybody and trolling and was trying to like playing with this shit like it was like it was a game. Mm-hmm. And then, you know, like he didn't he you know, he everyone was kinda like wishing he was you know, like shot up too in a way because he was always just flexing and acting like he was Untouchable, and I'm in old block. Look at, yeah. and boom, you know, look at who it happens to. Like, man, why Nipsey, dog? You know why? Because he didn't speak the truth. Like, he wasn't that much of a threat, like Nipsey was. I know. Takashi like, getting out like in a couple years, like he'll be good. And if this motherfucking Eric Holder dude get out, man, that's some bullshit. 
Because that's the thing, too. Like, how are you going to plead not guilty? But they, but they already said that you're the killer. So if they know you're the killer, why are you pleading not guilty? Why is your lawyer or your defendant? The law, dude, that's what gets me, too. Chris Darden? That, yeah, that fucking lawyer. And everybody knew what happened with OJ. Yeah. Everyone celebrated when he got free. Not everyone, but... But he wasn't OJ's lawyer. Ooh... Technical difficulties, again. And we're back. Nah, but that wasn't a. He wasn't a OJ's lawyer. He was the one that was going against him. Oh. But he's the one that told him to put the glove on to try to see if it fit, and it didn't fit. And he's the one that fucked up the the case basically and it made everybody believe that it wasn't OJ because the glove didn't fit. He wasn't OJ's um thing, but even that like it still don't matter because he's a he's a high level lawyer. Yeah. So how did how did this dude? But but but, but but um I, um I well, told Bishop was saying that you know I guess he tweeted something that his mom had got that he had got he had she had hired Chris Darden for 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 his for his pops or something like that or somebody and they only paid five thousand that's not that that's not a lot to be honest. The uh, thing with that too though, so uh you know the murder he went to the mental stability and I guess he had a long term of like mental illness and. The uh, that's a good that's a good look for the lawyer, bro. It honestly is because the lawyer could say, "Oh, he has mental illness." They could say he wasn't taking pills. They could say he wasn't taking certain medication. So that could be a, another reason that's why. True too. That's true you too. know what I mean? Because if if you have like that history of mental illness like that, and maybe he wasn't taking what he was taking or whatever, but for him to go back after what he did in Nipsey, that's probably the reason why. This shit, I don't know, like, the more facts I see, I'm, I, I question it more, but I hate questioning it more, and I hate I hate entertaining the whole conspiracy shit, because that shit... I'm not going to entertain it, bro. I, honestly, I don't, I don't want to talk about it as much, because at the end of the day, bro, like, to me, his message was not to mourn about it, but to live on it, like how we're doing it now, celebrating life kind of thing. Continuing he happy, bro. He yeah. dead-ass happy up there. I know yeah, he I, is. Bro, I know definitely. he looking down here like, man, look what I did. Look what For I real. fucking did. Dead ass. He has to. Man, it's been beautiful love. And I feel like, and if it was a, a whole government type shit, conspiracy, whatever, to try to um bring more beef in in the whole gang culture shit, because I guess supposedly it's been kind of dry, you know? And um, this shit, why? This shit about to come back on. <laughs> uh, what was I saying? Oh yeah, I feel like uh, if it was some government shit, try to, to try to bring more beef within the gangs. I feel like it's gonna backfire if because it's bringing actually bringing unity and, and people are actually trying to make marches and. Mm-hmm. So if that if that if that's you know that's dope that's dope that if that if that happens because yeah. it's, that's more of a threat. He that's made more of a threat, he made bro. pure history too, bro. Like pure fucking history. He's a legend, bro. He he died a legend already. Off top, oh, man. Off fucking top, and it just it just it just sad. It's sad. It was a it was a sad loss for hip hop. Sad loss. Sad loss just for the human race. Yeah. For humanity, because that was someone humanity, dude, that was bro. someone doing actually good. And even like the whole thing, the whole science behind his name and everything. Mm-hmm. It was I guess he's, it means like a god or something like that. Sent by God. Yeah, and it's dope because someone someone like uh, I forgot what uh, there's an Instagram page that posted up a, a picture of him next to like an old. Tablet, tabloid, I mean, tablet, like... Sumerian. 
Yeah, and it had the same kind of features. Or like, yo, that's like hard. Mesopotamian or something like that. That's hard. But uh, they had this. They they like had a like little memorial thing for them in a in a, in an Arabic newspaper, not TV newspaper. In the Arabic. Like that's hard. No, that's what I'm saying. You know, how, dog. It's been, it's been worldwide love shown for Nipsey. Yeah. People in Tokyo did, are doing a. They did a memorial. They, yeah, what you said right now too, and um, I think somewhere in South America too. I think I believe. I, I think it was Brazil maybe. Man, that's so dope. Even where he's from, Ethiopia too was doing one. That's hard. Yeah, mm-hmm. that's super hard. That's, that's super hard, hard dog. Cause like I said, like Nipsey. The fact that Atlanta did one, New York did one, like, like even just in the in the in the our country, that's fire. Yeah, that says a lot. No one has really said anything bad. That's the thing. Like, that's why it was so shocking in the way this happened. And someone supposedly had beef with him or felt away about him because no one really has said shit about Nipsey ever. Mm-hmm. I've yeah. never heard no negative shit about Nipsey online or someone trying to start beef with Nipsey. That's the crazy part. But hey, man. The music sound different, you know. Actually, after this, after him passing, because I always knew he, I always liked his music, but I always, I always liked Nipsey more because of just the person. To be honest, I liked, I always liked his blueprint, the way he was doing his shit, the way the whole hundred dollar album thing. I liked his marketing, his skills, like everything about like that. The music was always decent to me, you know. It wasn't always, it wasn't like damn, this shit's super fire. Mm-hmm. But I, now that he's that he's passed, like I be I be listening to the lyrics. And I'm like, yo, Nipsey can really rap though. Like he can really rap. Like I, I didn't really look at him like, oh, someone that can, that can really spit like that. Like, oh shit, I want to see Nipsey on a track with so and so. But I'm listening. I've been listening. I'm like, no, Nipsey can rap. No, he really. Yeah, no. His album hit different now. Mm-hmm. Like I was, I never really dug deep into his music. Like the first song was "I'm Feeling Myself," and little songs here and there, some features, but. I was never like too big on the music, but as far as like who he was, like I uh, the little short video they had with like Follow Coin and how he went to Amsterdam mm-hmm. and like kind of just put you on game on and he and it was just dope seeing somebody be well educated but still be who they are. Yeah, like I just like he he wasn't politically correct. He wasn't well scared. To say the truth. He wasn't like media trained, Mm-mm. but he was Mm-mm. just, he knew how to be himself, but be profound and profound. He was smart, bro. Yeah. Like he was, was dead ass. Very, how you, very smart. He knew how to move in the rooms. He knew how to move in rooms and shit. And the fact that he got Grammy nominated, he was able to experience, at least that, you know, even before he passed, yeah. he went to the Grammys this year. He didn't win, but it's dope. that like he, he got at least acknowledged. Mm-hmm. He got, got his little. got noticed. Yeah, no, for what he was saying. Now look at the statement that's going around. Yeah. Me and my cousin were just, you know, we're chilling, bumping it. Well, the other day, we were just bumping this shit, smoking, blasting Nipsey, and then we're just talking about it. And, I'm, and then I tell him, like, bro, it's already been a week, and we're still talking. We're still sitting here talking about, like, not Nipsey. Mm-hmm. And even, you know, my cousin was saying, like, yeah, I've been kind of down this whole week. And I told him, I feel you. I, this whole week, i just been like, eh. Like, it. it you you keep seeing it online too, like it's it's been, it wasn't like it wasn't like honestly X and Mac Miller like people were showing love but it had it wasn't this long or this strong I felt like not that strong it's this long it's still going but not this strong like X and Mac Miller was love within the hip hop community I think Nipsey oh, yeah. Nipsey's passing transpired past hip hop like people feeling it mm-hmm. not even exactly. just not even just rap no. it was, yeah it, it's about it his was message definitely was 
deeper than rap. It was just about him as an individual and who he, what he stood for. Mm-hmm. Dead ass. Some people loved him from the music and the person he is. Some people just fit, found him because of Dr. Sebi. Like, there's just so many ways you could come find this dude. And it was yeah. just dope. Like, investors seeing, like, people, like... Bro, my bad. Uh, Gary V showing love, too. Yeah, Gary. Bro, when I saw that, I was like, fucking Gary V. Gary V, bro, they had a double... Because, you know, Nipsey was in tune. He was in tune yeah. with, like, with everything. He would... He, I, and I, like... And just like myself, I think a lot of people... Because, honestly, I learned a lot of shit from The Breakfast Club, bro. Charlamagne's is the reason why I learned... He puts me onto a lot of people and a lot of different things. Like, wow, that I would never... Think I would like want to come across, and I knew, I knew he he listened because he would always give he would always give Charlamagne his flowers and shit. But he would get a lot of uh um he knew like he found out about Tariq Nasheed off Breakfast Club because he Tariq Nasheed kept keeps showing love to him now because he linked on his uh Tariq Nasheed's like hated by white people like he's like this like anti white supremacist type dude um he and he even feels like this whole this shit was a government hit too but. Um, he was like, oh, rest in peace, uh, Nipsey, always showing love to his shit, and Dame Dash, you know, showing love to independent people and corporate people. That's, that's the, that was the hard part, that he knew how to maneuver in both industries. In all industries. It, it, was, it was corny with the whole, Jay-Z, the whole Jay-Z article shit, huh? Whoever did that. With what? With that, when they say that he did $15 million for the kids trust fund. Oh, yeah, yeah, that was, and I hate that Bigsburg posted that, too. yeah. Like, a lot of people posted it though. From Bigsburg. And then uh Rock Nation actually what they think they didn't like it? Or someone from Rock Nation didn't like it? They're like that was an ac- and that that was an accurate. And I was like, man, that's quite but even when I first read that, I, I didn't look at it like I honestly looked at it like why? Like mm-hmm. I felt like it was kinda in a way disrespectful. Not in a bad way, like I'm not trying to make it seem like it's bad to give, to do that, but they kinda made it seem like Nipsey needed it. And I honestly feel like he had his shit he already has his kids set up to where they have trust funds. They have money. I mean, yeah, cool. Want to give me fifteen million for my kids? Cool, but I took it like, oh man, he's trying to give Nipsey all this, his kids this because you know what are they gonna do? That's the way I took it. But I know I just me just thinking deep because I looked at it like, man, Nipsey don't need that help like that. Like Nipsey good. Yeah. Mm-hmm. He, he got his business right. Either way, our fucking P man. That this, this, that, this one hurts because like I said, it's, it's, I'm grown and. I understand it differently, and I'm not young, and it's like, oh, whatever. It's not. It wasn't a whatever rapper to me, like I said. So, but the fact that the the even the people that I see posting posting about him that I would never think even knew about him, I'm like, oh, word. And I don't even think it's it's phony shit. I think they really did fuck with him too, because they be they. It's not like a one time post. They keep every day they're just still talking about it. So I'm like, okay, yeah, oh, yeah. You, you, yeah. Cause a lot, cause even like a lot of the vegans that I follow, like the vegan accounts that I follow, they fuck with Nipsey because of the animal shit he would promote, like mm-hmm. the animal rights shit he would promote, and he know he tried to he tried to you know put that knowledge too about the whole veganism shit. So they 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 give him they they fuck with him. Mm-hmm. So I think it's dope because they be posting this shit on their page, and I'm like, oh shit, on their little stories, yeah. and I'm like, word, I am Nipsey, like he touched he to be touching them too, and that's hard. It is man. I, honestly, I don't I don't even think any other artist. Like, even in the past, had as much of an empowerment as such as Nipsey did. You think so? I think so. As far as, I, at least I'm seeing it. I'm seeing marches. I'm seeing, you know, a lot of love. And I'm not seeing any, like, hate on it like you were talking about. Besides Kodak. Yo, Kodak a bitch, bro. Mm, nah. But that was whack. I don't care if you didn't mean no harm. It's just, it was too soon and just the wrong choice of words. It was the wrong bro. timing. This fool said, oh, Laura London out here being a whole widow. Like, bro... 
already said R.I.P. Peter Dude. R.I.P. Dude, R.I.P. dude that yeah. Me yeah, that bugged me. R.I.P. the Dude, like, what? That's, and then he tried to do that fake apology because everyone went on, everyone went in, bro. Dude, and he made, he made like, three videos in a matter of, like, 20 minutes as far as I saw. No, he, he said something like, oh, uh, for whatever I did, I'm, I'm, I apologize. Even though I didn't do nothing wrong, but yeah. I apologize. <laughs> like, what? You already know my music taste. There's like I just you could just tell you could tell off the bat. You could just tell off the bat. Yeah, many many will be fucking with that shit anyway. So <laughs> many just like I don't give a fuck. But that's fucked up. Like Kodak, yeah, I never give a fuck about Kodak. Like one song that was his first song on World Star Hip Hop. The skirt, skirt, skirt. I don't fucking know. It just said <laughs> New Louisiana or Louisiana. And Louisiana. New Florida rap, new kid from Florida, bring it back. Something like that. I don't remember that line, but it was a couple years ago. I forgot. I just never gave a fuck. Never give a fuck. Kodak, whatever. He had a couple good tracks. I ain't gonna lie, but I'm but, not really like, oh my god, Kodak drop. See, here's the thing though, like, um, what what you were talking about, right? Um, with Kodak, even with Nipsey's message, like, people already want Kodak to be dead, bro, for what he said. Like, they want to get him already. You feel me? And he even explained that in his last video, but that wouldn't justify Nipsey's message, you know, for what happened and the, this whole movement. If anything were to happen to Kodak in this matter of week or the following month, this message was not taken the right way. Yeah, yeah. that's true. And you know it'll, what I mean? it'll leave the stain on the message. It would, exactly, you know. And I'm not saying Kodak Black as a rapper, but as, his, as a person and as his mental state, you know what I mean? Like... He's 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 no he's know what he's known for, but at the same time, bro, you, you can't be saying shit like that because this happened way too soon. Yeah, and it was only like it's young kids, bro. Yeah, you give young kids money, of course they're gonna be. That's what that's what the game was saying. He said the game like, what the fuck's wrong with these young kids putting like a, like a bad name on a dead person, bro? Like yeah. that shit's whack. All these young kids promote the wrong shit, bro. Yeah, man, and and it's promoted too with these rappers, bro. Everyone promoted, bro. Like everybody everybody promoted. Lil Zans. <laughs> yeah, but then you have to think back, too. Like, that's why they made Lil Wayne the face, too, at the time. Because, man, mm-hmm. man Lil Wayne made me want a sibling, bro. Not me. He made me. <laughs> and I'm not saying I, I got hooked on a heavy where I was drinking every day, but I was like, oh, shit, this is in the cabinet. I'm, I'm going to just, I'm going to sip. Fuck it. Like, you know, Weezy doing that. I'm going to sip. Mm-hmm. And even, even when I be at parties and shit, it was always double cups. Even if I was just drinking soda. Like, yeah. that was Wayne influence. Like, Wayne <laughs> did that, bro. Like, bullshit. So they make Wayne was the one that was getting tatted up crazy. So they they made that yeah. the face of hip hop. Mm-hmm. When they wanted people to start uh, getting more, I guess not not being gangster and thug, they wanted to make them more. How do you say when they're trying to demasculate? De- how do you say de- demasculine? When you're trying to like take the masculinity away from men. How do you say that shit? Demas. Because say, the, I'm the demasculinity. Huh? Demasculinity. That's when they're like trying to take when they're trying to like portray portray to be less masculine. When they when that when they try to do that. Well, they made Kanye the face of hip hop. That's when once Kanye became like started going in, everyone started rocking polo, started rocking pink more. That's even, a fact. Even though Cam did it, you know, was rocking pink, but it was still more baggy pink and just fur pink. But and that, those glasses but, too. But yeah, Kanye came and everyone was trying to drop wear skinnies now and and Kanye. Yeah, yeah bro, that shit. Big impact. 
That was my. I was. Impact. I was living through that. Music is impact. They promote the, they promote the wrong shit like that. Mm-hmm. They know the power of music, so that's why they, they know who to put it. They know who to market and who to put their money behind. That's industry planning. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Definitely. But 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 you can even say that about Hove though, because they put they made him the face of hip hop because you're promoting to sell drugs. You're promoting to you're promoting that shit. You're promoting that that flashy hip like that baller shit. It's a fake life. You're, you're promoting it, and a lot of dudes trap their trapping days was. Was Jay Z was the the soundtrack to the shit the trapping days? <laughs> I never, I never really thought of who was the face of hip hop. It is, bro. Yeah, you, you have to, you have to make sense who who. No, it makes sense. Who I'm is getting pushed the way saying. it's pushed? I'm not denying what you're saying. I'm just saying the culture was a lot more closer to Jay Z than they are to Lil Xan. Off, off top. But now it's like it's like the face of rap. Is changing the youth. Definitely, it has an impact. Way faster. Mm, the internet, bro. Uh, accessibility is a big thing. Because now you have it's not like Jay Z where he drops an album every year, nah. or every other year. It's like how many Jay Zs were there at that time? But these 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 little these little these littles these young littles rappers and shit they. They multiply. They multiply, bro. But I think is the, the sad part is that they're they're influencing the younger kids to want to be that, be stupid, be on drugs, be like, oh, I want to do that at a younger age. But that's right, why. That's exactly. why. That's why. But that's why Cardi B and Nicki are who they they're in the position they are. And look at look at look at every woman rapper that is popping. They're not rhapsody ain't popping like that. They ain't giving her. They ain't pushing. They ain't putting the money behind her like that because she no. ain't promoting promoting negativity. Yeah. She's promoting Nicki and Cardi. They promoting like being a hoe, being. Being all sexual, being fake, you know, they, they, they promote that shit. Just surface you. level, surface level. Touch but we have more women that want to be that now. That want to be slutty. That think that think being being out here and like, it's cool if you like, if you like having sex and you're a hoe and everything, but just being being out there like that. Wow. Being vocal about it, and like just being like, I guess, trashy about it. Like, I don't know. I don't, be, I don't believe men or women should be, mm. be trashy about it, like vocal like that about it. Like, what you do is what you do, but... I don't like people out here just being like, oh yeah, bro, I'll be fucking the shit out here. And like, I don't like, I don't, yeah. there's no reason. I don't like when guys tell me about their sex. That shit That's what I'm saying. Yeah. Same. And I don't like, I don't like. What about when a girl, like, what about if a girl was just chilling here with us and she's just being all like, extra. I'm, I'm modest, bro. I like people that are modest. I like people that have privacy for themselves. Mm. It's so hard for me to trust people that are like openly out there because it's like holy shit <laughs> I just read a whole book rather than like little by little by little like I don't know I've always been the type to I'm, and I'm not the type to be like oh you gotta cover up or blah I don't give a fuck what you wear but just being all open about certain things just vocal like, and loud yeah like like, like, oh, like, like I'm to the point where like I wanna get I wanna get tattoos but I don't want none of them to show same. I, only want, I don't want them to show. I just want my loved one to see them. That's it. Same that's, here. That's kinky Same shit. Here. And no, that ain't kinky. Just, <laughs> to, to me, it's just like, I don't know. I reserve a lot of myself for myself. You get what no, I get? Yeah, see, like... <laughs> a rose. Man, <laughs> <laughs> get a cult film. Hey, I'm going to get a cult film's tat. K with a degree? Yeah. <laughs> K with a degree. I don't know where, though. <laughs> Can't be a sus spot. Probably on the back of my arm. Eh. On the back of my neck. Back of my neck. 
That's not so hidden though. I didn't wear a lot of color tees. Oh, okay. And I'm gonna have longer hair by then, so. You know how you're gonna cut it. This was gonna part it down the middle and do it this way. I'll be motherfucking Keanu Reeves. What's his name? Uh, John Wick. John I'll be John, John Reeves. Dude, John Wick the movie Wick on these old. It looks trash. You saw Pet Cemetery? Yeah. Trash? It's alright. Everyone's saying, like, oh, you have to see it, though. It's not. Yes. I heard that's good. That's really good, bro. That touches that touches a heart, bro. Cause you know what? You know why, right? Why? He's an orphan, bro. Aw. Yeah. Mm. That shit. Cause like you were saying, how shit hit you differently. Yeah. Shit hit me differently, yeah. bro. <laughs> I was in tears, man. <laughs> yeah, was no, it was a fantastic it. movie. It's a fantastic who, who movie. Who played Who played Shaq? Shaq. <laughs> well, Shazam. <laughs> Why'd you say Shaq though? <laughs> what the fuck? That's what I'm saying. So, what's I meant? Shaq, Shaq was Shazam, right? The first Wasn't one. he a genie in that, though? Yeah. <laughs> this, this, this dude not a genie. It's not the same Shazam? I don't think so. This dude not a genie, is he? No, he's a superhero. Yeah, Shaq was a genie. No, wait, so... It's different there, Shazams? There, there's a wizard, but this Shazam's more like Superman. Yeah, wasn't his name Captain Marvel? That, yeah, it was his name originally was Captain Marvel. Captain but Bitch. For Marvel, <laughs> feel me? <laughs> Yo, Endgame better come out. That shit about to be crazy. Yo, tickets, bro? Gone. <laughs> I'm gonna have to wait like a month. No, no, no. Monday, Edwards, 22 IMAX. <laughs> I got you. Yeah? Yes. Tons of. <laughs> it's dropping next week. So I'm about to get these tickets soon. So, <laughs> yes. Tons of, tons of seating right now. Okay. I'm about to go Wednesday night. Where's that at? Uh, nah, but Edwards see, I, I, want, I want to watch Ontario. it day of, though, because I ain't trying to get this shit going on Twitter and see this shit. Dude, spoilers, bro. That's why. Yeah. I'm, a, I'm, nah. a, I'm, I'm going Thursday night. Fuck off. Nah, shit sold out. I don't find one seat by myself. <laughs> what are you talking about? I don't I can find ne- one. I can never watch a movie by myself. I, that's kind of I do. sad to me. I nah, watch. I do. I do it all the time, but I'll, yeah. do, I'll do it. Yeah. I can't. I can't do it. I saw... Um, what I see? I saw Amazing Spider-Man, the first one, by myself. I was depressed when that came out. Not because it was a bad movie, but I just didn't like watching the movie myself. <laughs> <laughs> Bro, I mean, that bitch snoring and shit uh, yeah. I'll go, I, mean, I mean, I like going with people, too. I'd rather go with my cousin or with somebody. With, you know, I don't mind. I'll go with, any, I'll go with anybody, but... I like I'm that not, If I have to... If, I'm a, if I really want to watch a movie, I'm not going to wait. Like, shit. I, and I'm trying to go always yeah. in the morning, so... You know, I'm trying to get that Madden in showing, so... Yeah, yeah. yeah. Are you the type to be picky about your theater though? Like, you do you want IMAX yeah, quality? Yes, you yes, want Dolby? Yes, yes. Dolby. That shit. <laughs> oh. Same here, bro. Like my girl, she don't care. We can go to like some random ass theater because that's where that's where we went. We went to go watch at the group of fourteen. Uh, I don't even know what that theater's called. Yeah yeah. yeah, yeah. We saw Shazam and Pet Cemetery there. Nerds. Hell yeah. So I can get deep into nerd talk, bro. Test me. <laughs> <laughs> It was like that Edwards 14 down. Uh, oh, this bro, oh. this bro knew exactly the, the exact location of the theater we're trying to go for the tickets. Yeah. Like, it's the strategy. Bro. I eat shit, bro. He putting y'all on game. <laughs> Longitude 01123. Latitude X, Y, and Z. Oh, man. How long have we been running for? Hey, bro, so when we get new videos and shit. When are you getting new videos? No, like, when are we getting new videos? Like, you need work. Uh, when I have like sit down thinking time, right now it's just work. You're not working on anything. 
Um, I am actually working on an album. Cover. Oh shit! Oh, that's <coughs> right. That's right. Uh, working on two. One I have to finish, and one hmm. we're like starting the whole rollout. Is is it possible to send it to me? I could put it on my website to promote you. Yeah. Oh yeah. Definitely. I can so, definitely do that. You. Of course. Uh, we're Got to, to. We're trying to. Uh, we're trying to release the project with like a book, um, a vinyl. And like a VIP package or some shit. Weird. Okay. So we're just we're just trying to think smart. You feel me? Yeah, yeah. Like just return on investment, make your money back, invest into the next project. Eventually, mm-hmm. we won't be paying out of pocket. Right. That's the goal. And what's what's this cult films? Cult films is a production company name. Cult film production. <laughs> I added the productions myself. I don't even know what I say. Yeah, it's just cult films <laughs> for now. I like incorporated. Nah. nah, it's gonna it's gonna end up just being like a. So why do you feel you gotta be in a group now? The work got bigger. Facts. And it's better to be in a team. Different visions, different yeah, creativity. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No. Better result, better product. It's, it's good to be in a team when you find people you like working with. So. My, yeah. like, and people that want to be in the team too. Yeah. Same vision. Like Donovan's my partner. We got Angel and we got Mark. But me and Donovan are like we're the spearheads of this shit. Yeah. I could tell when I seen him, met him last time that like he he looks like he invested, like he wanted to be invested. Yeah. He kept asking like, "Oh, we gonna get the LLC? When we gonna go get? We'll do this." He's trying to even get you to go to Alaska to shoot him. Like, yeah, yeah. He, he invested. Yeah, no, that's and, dope. And it's dope because these like we did a whole wedding together, and that's some of my best work yet. Like it's just super dope to mm. see that I could, I could put, I could have a product for the commercial or the more like PC culture. Mm-hmm. Like more commercial based clients or more like professional based clients, like that's what the wedding just showed me. Like, like, cause you know I never been like the corporate type. Like, I'm not gonna give you like a fucking bright commercial like, <laughs> sunset and shit. Like, I was never. Not yet. So it's it's just dope seeing different minds come together and like how we could help each other with work. Yeah. Like it's it's just it's tight. I like it. So, dope. so we're gonna run with it. I'm gonna try to have as much as projects as I can under cult films. Like that's just what I'm gonna promote now. Yeah. So no more deadline. No, daylight stuff forever. <laughs> and it's gonna be cult films presentation directed by Daylight Graham and directed by Dead by Joy. Who's Dead by Joy? Donovan. Donovan. Directed by Mark. Directed by Angel. Whoever. I like that you get. I like that you're getting Mark out there though. I have to. I have to. That's my boy. That's hard. Like, cause Mark is very creative and has an eye. Yeah, no, Mark. Mark is. You always be one. It's like a secret weapon. Yeah, Uh not even secret weapon. Like people fucking know. No, I know they know, but it's like, like you could be shooting some shit and people know about Mark, but it's like Mark can do some shit when it's presented. It's like, oh yeah, Mark did that. Like, oh shit, like that. Mark (laughs) would do some shit like that. Yeah, Mark, yeah, I just can't... I he can't, work on the low on the tuck. I can't wait to just be able to, like, provide the entire team with gear and equipment and jobs, like... Man, you know, same here, because, you know, for my studio, I was so happy to, like, provide, like, certain MIDI keyboards and MIDI B-pads, because, like, they were stressing over mics. Yeah. And they were stressing over, like, where where to, like, record certain types of music and stuff like that. And when I brought the, the keyboards and the beat pads and all that other shit, they were so happy, bro. Yeah. Like, it just feels good to, like, get back to your team like that because you're building on It feels good everybody. to even, like, be able to, like, buy, buy them pizza. Like, hey, thank you for uh-huh. shooting with me. Like, 
if this is pizza. one of the responsibilities I have to take as like one of the main dudes in charge, then like I love it. I'm not just eating alone right now. Like I'm eating. I'm talking about shit I want to talk about. Where it's for real projects. I love that shit. Like and this weekend shoot was just this weekend shoot was just like the dopest shit ever. <laughs> I look dope when I seen the little the, the, the little IG stories. I was like, oh shit, that shit look fire. Some dope scenery. Yeah, the first night was like super windy. It was it, yeah we couldn't really focus on shooting. It was we were just trying to keep everything standing mm. balanced and trying to stay warm. But the second night it was like no wind and it was it was fewer fewer people there. So we just fucking went to work. It's pretty dope. It was pretty dope. Like four hours total. Word. That's good. What you got coming up, Renee? You tell me earlier you had some shit. Yeah, I got a lot of things coming up. So. Uh, first things first, man, I want to give a shout out to my four artists, uh, Aaron, Kelly, uh, Rigo, and Brandon. I'm going to see you guys on May 1st. Uh, we're going to be hosting a show at Chafee College, and I'm the DJ. And I'm the one who wanted... <clears throat> Sorry. These performances... <laughs> uh, I'm, I'm the one who wanted to bring out uh, like actual IE talent out there. I didn't want IE singers, rock bands, none of that, because I feel like hip-hop is not a good look in IE right now. And I've witnessed that, and I've experienced that in many shows. So I'm, I'm putting out uh, my homies and, and their homies, too. They're going to be performing with me May 1st, uh, 12 p.m. to 2 p.m. on Wednesday. We got dope, that coming dope, up. Dope. And then a follow-up on that is going to be... Uh, I'm going to try to rent out a warehouse in Pomona in uh, section lot D15. It's by the music lot um, for anyone who lives out there and doesn't know about it. And um, that's going to be taking course in between the months of June through August if I can maintain that uh, renting money, which I will soon. And that's for any artists out there, too. I'm going to... Wait, wait, is anybody rent out a whole warehouse? Yeah. To do your own little shows? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Hard. And I'm going to... I'm going to bring my own equipment... So they can use my auxiliary cords, they can use my speakers, they can use my DJ equipment to do whatever they can, whatever they want with it. Because the main theme of the show is to give IE that talent. That's what I want, you know. So I'm going to be giving that out. And I got, I got plenty of mics, I got plenty of other everything. Got food coming in too. And um, I'm yeah, going to be... You're funding this all yourself? No, it's with the team, bro. Oh, okay. Who's yeah. the team? Who, 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 who? Shit. You're not going to rep them? Shout out to Anthony, Jasper, oh, Colin. You know? oh, okay, yeah, yeah, okay. yeah. All of them, you know, my my Ruthless 66 crew, my Wiz Money crew, all you guys, man. Much love. Much, much, much love. And um, yeah. Prior or even further into that, I'm gonna be running on the Fontana Theater show as well. Uh that that should be the whole month of July. If I can't get that, I'm very sorry. I'm not even sure if I can get the warehouse thing yet, because I just contact so many people. And there, there's plenty of noise complaints in that area, too. So I'm going to try to secure that. If I cannot secure that, I cannot secure this warehouse thing. That's going to be a bitch. Yo, fuck everybody. Do your yeah. shit. I'm going to try it, bro. You know, I'm already, I'm putting my, I'm investing in it. Well, yeah, man. Fuck that. Fuck them. Yeah. Fuck them. <laughs> you got to get with it, bro. 2019. Hip-hop run this shit. <laughs> Hell yeah, man. Especially in the IE. Especially Word. in the IE. So... Uh, tomorrow, I'm going to be uh, talking to my radio station. I'm going to bring in uh, Markel. He goes by the name of Kelly Kells. Good. He's, he's good as fuck. And then I'm going to bring in uh, my homie Aaron. He's been in the game with me for a very long time. 
if you haven't peaked my radio show for last year. Yo, Aaron, I need you. On, <laughs> I need you on the podcast, bro. I thought you do. I thought you do want hip hop on the podcast. Huh? Interviews. What you mean? You tell me. No, I don't want it to focus just on hip hop interviews. But mm. no, we could do hip. We do, we could do artists for sure. But for sure, for I want sure. I want Aaron on here because I think it'll be just be a good conversation because he probably, <laughs> he probably not gonna want to hear what I want to say. Wait, he probably doesn't want to hear what I gotta say anyway. So you know, I, I gotta say something about that too, bro. For any artists who are like self minded or like I don't want to say, uh, I'm trying to pick a good word for it. But I guess I, all I can say is conceited about your craft. Obnoxious. Obnoxious. You know what I mean, like. Especially if it's not. Especially if it's not it. good. It's not ICB. <laughs> that's a high. That's a very very high standard. It's a high standard, but it's not even that because I don't. I I, I feel I put everybody in their own lane. It's just. Yeah, that's true. And this guy, and this guy, he is. He can write, and he can. He has lyrics and stuff like that. That's not the issue. It's I just. It's just the delivery. Oh, it's just the delivery and the way he says it. It's just. To me, it sounds like a it sounds like a Mexican rapper, and it's just I don't like when I don't like when like you know, and that was that was my whole issue with just my homie even too D O K he always he sounded kind of funny. It was just the tone, even though he and I, and I still have him. He did my intro song, you know, again, you know, and I don't, I don't care how it sounded. It's just that's the homie, so I'm gonna just I'm I'm gonna do it, and I like what he's saying, but the delivery wise is not like amazing. You feel like there's room for improvement though? Yeah, for sure. Do you see that potential? Well, that. And him, not and and who? And his friend. On oh, his friend, and his friend. Uh, I see it. I see it. Yes, 100%. yeah, he does. He does because you could tell he's passionate about it, and and, yeah. and he like he likes the game and, and everything. But he, I don't think he's not willing to take constructive criticism, mm-hmm. or he's not even willing to take criticism criticism well, at all. Like he feels like it's just like nah, it's this way and it's this. Wait, wait, wait. So, you know, like like I said before, you know, he he's changed a lot. If you hear the stuff he heard two years ago, you'd be like, what the fuck am I hearing? But. He has taken that from the right people. He's not going to take it from people that don't know what the fuck they're talking about. Yeah, or people he doesn't which, know. Yeah, exactly. Like some people like hearing constructive criticism from, like, strangers. And then some oh, people like yeah, taking that's... constructive criticism from their friends. Right. Because, you know, I have that talk with him a lot, and he's like, he wants to do it his way. And most of the time, it works his way. I'm not going to lie. I've seen it. I perform but the, with them but, a lot. The, but the final product to me personally, no, yeah, yeah, yeah. no replay value. Like I, I don't listen to it thinking I want to hear this shit again. I'm listening to it like hmm. so, that's just me personally. So you just don't like it. I don't like it. Yeah, but it's that's just, fine. It's, yeah, just that's, it's not my cup of tea. That's, that's that's a fine answer though. Like it's yeah, it simple is. As like and then way. like I don't want I don't like telling like because I, I don't know I, 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 I don't like telling somebody no more. Oh, that shit's trash, or oh, nah, that's not good. Because who am I to tell you like your shit's trash? Like, especially if you like it, especially if you enjoy it. I always bounce off with that answer, like, "Oh, do you like it?" They're like, "If they say yeah, then it's like cool." And if they say no, it's like, "What do you think you could work on?" Like, I just start interviewing the person, like, "What, do you, <laughs> what do you think you could work on?" And and they'll tell me where they see their flaws, mm-hmm. and then I build off, I build my like little. Criticism based off what yeah, they that's, say. A good, that's, that's a good no, approach. Yeah, yeah. That's a good approach. I, I like, do the same thing. Towards like you know your core, like if they don't like their hooks, like all oh, my hooks aren't really like that good. Mm-hmm. It's like my my reply would would add on to that. Like yeah, no, no, I could see why you don't like your your hooks. Do you feel like you could you know you could add another track to it or mm-hmm. start throwing music terms at them and they're like oh okay like cool yeah. like I, I'll take that in consideration a lot more than. Oh, your shit's trash, or, or I don't like it, or um, you sound like this, or you sound like that. So you just gotta 
it's always about how you it's never about how you send it it's always about how it's received mm-hmm. that's you, true you could send it with good intentions but it could be received like maliciously like oh he, he's, yeah that's he's, true he said it weird that that's one of my homies was like was like that is it uh, subliminal omar he to me at first he was he was just he was trash you know I used to always be like nah bro like don't but I used to always just be like just cause the homies so I'd be like nah bro don't do that shit it's whack it's whack but he's proven me wrong because he's gotten better I've seen I, he's he kept at it because he loved it so much and he just that's 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 how I feel about Aaron too yeah like the same way I see that like he's always at it he's always get he's always getting better and to me he's, in my eyes he's, it's always getting like right there on my mark. Especially when I'm seeing him record it, when I'm seeing him perform it too, and seeing those reactions, I'm just like, man, you got it. Yeah. But when I hear stuff like, like from your point of view, I feel like maybe I am missing something. Because at the same time, he's like my brother. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? You feel like you might be more biased to it than I Yeah, true. Because yeah. I'll give it one listen, honestly, with him, and I'll be like, bro, you got it. And yeah, we'll be doing shows together and we get that reactions. But at the same time, I'm like, you I gotta, should look back at it. You got to do that on your alone time. Yeah, yeah. Now you got it, bro. But, I, but 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 it might be different because you look at music, just music, totally different too, though. Yeah. Because I look, I, I I listen to music and I can different like because I listen to music and I'd be like, all right, cool. I know what I know where to put it. I know where to place it. Mm-hmm. So if I can, I can listen to someone that does a little turn up whatever fun shit and yeah. I listen to it, I'm not gonna be like. I wouldn't even compare that to Aaron. I wouldn't be like, oh yeah, yeah this shit is better than Aaron I shit. Feel you. I wouldn't I feel because you. it's like, no, this is this is good for the type of music that it is. But when I hear like Ice Cold Bishop, he's doing this shit better than the the, the your favorite rapper. Mm-hmm. So it's hard for me to even be like, oh okay, here like Aaron. I would I would kind of put Aaron in that category because he is a spitter, you know. So it's like, okay, Eric, Ice Cold Bishop, nah, bro. Like it's not even like. It's not even. It's not even there. Yeah. I, I always go based off song structure. See, his structure is hard. He does. He his structure like, he, is he hard. He writes songs, and he can. He has concept for the songs. He has the. He, he can write. He has good um, substance too. It's just. You feel like he's missing he, something, he, which is the delivery. The way he's. The way he says it. Okay, so, like how I said, it's not. This could go towards Aaron as well, but it's not how you say it. It's just how the person receives it. Right. Yeah. That could go both ways. Maybe he's like not, he'd be a dope ghostwriter. You know he he, all all my friends said the same thing. Like he would. All he, my friends said the same right. thing because uh, I had I had one friend that said he can go straight to Fifty Cent and he can bring back his whole career. That's how confident he was. <laughs> Who said that? But smiley. Wait, he said he can go straight to Fifty Cent and bring back his whole career. <laughs> Something like that. I always remember that. It was a funny line to me. But um, but the thing is though too, that's not what he wants, bro. He wants his own lane like that. You know what I mean? He wants to be known for yeah. having his own shit. And that's that's why that's where I like my so when I when people ask me how does this sound, I try to break it up into many different categories. Mm-hmm. Me too. First category is always how does it sound as a like how does it sound sonically? If it sounds like shit, like if it's shit quality, if you tell me like, yo, this is a mix, it's a rough mix, I understand you. Like, mm-hmm. all right, cool. But if you send it to me, and it sounds shitty. It's like, all right, you just you missing something there. Cause yeah. even even the quality that of the song on Aaron's videos, like it don't sound like it's mastered, right? It don't sound like it. It don't sound the overall product doesn't sound standard. Yeah. Hmm. So that's one. That's one way I break it. First thing I break up is is the quality of the sound. Second thing would be 
artwork. The creativity of the artwork always comes first. If it's grab a, let's put artwork first because if it grabs my eyes, I'ma listen. Yep. If it tells me a story within the artwork, it's like I'ma listen. Definitely. Second would be the the quality. Mm-hmm. Third would be the song structure. Like if if I if I could break the rhythm down of your song within like the first 15, 20 seconds, like I don't like it. Too easy. It's way it, to me. It's like a puzzle, and I love like like Mad Libs. Mad Libs be like this. We listen to music. He be like. I'll do it with my fingers. Like, yeah, when you like, do something like that, but you can see him focusing on the, on the beat, trying to catch it. But, yeah, like, I like listening to it that way. Like, Mad Lib's production is fucking insane because it's so hard to, like, kind of follow his drum pattern or his, like, the way he's chopping. Um, I, I like looking at the technicality of what's going on. Mm-hmm. You feel me? Like, that's one of the things. Another thing is um, substance. Like, I'll always categorize music for substance. I have shit that, like, isn't really the most lyrical mm-hmm. that I'll listen to. And then I have some shit like J Electronica playing towards, like, you kind of got to know certain things to even appreciate this. Mm-hmm. I always judge a song based off substance. I guess you could say, like, like, flat tummy tea, fire. Why? Because the beat... The beat's already crazy, but just like the hook, the way he, the way he finessed flat tummy tee. And then the rollout, rollout's important too. Rollout's super important, bro. So I, I, I always judge it based off that and that like, say, say your boy is like, he is great in four out of eight. He's not good. You know what's a like, common mistake too with, with my bad to drop, but with, with artists that do, they'll start doing their own shit to drop music. Is that they, they just drop the music and nothing follows. Yeah. A lot of artists do that and, and I noticed that they just they just think it's about putting the music together and just you put it out and people are gonna just know. Well you have to keep reminding us. Yeah. Drop a video after, drop a video before maybe with the song that's not even on the on the album. It's mm-hmm. it's a meal. You gotta give people a meal rather than a snack. If I give you a bag of chips, you're gonna eat it. Mm-hmm. But if I give you a plate where you got sides, you got like appetizer, you got the full course meal, you got a drink. Everything is as best as it can be. You gonna want more. You gonna ask for seconds. Yeah. So every every like you gotta find the ingredients to your lane to your craft and how you gonna build it. Yeah. Because I agree with that. Again, like if it has four out of eight, if he has four out of eight things, and it's like, I'm gonna tell you how you can improve. But as right now, I'm rating you based off these eight things. Yeah. And it's up to you say well the four main things I focus on I was gonna say the four main things I focus on you liked yeah and the four things I overlooked you don't like so I should stop overlooking like it's usually easy fixes Mm. it's just you just have to have more time to think about what's really like what how you really want to do it it's never it's never as easy as as an album you you get that luxury when you make it that's Mm. why I think it's smart to have all the content Ready before you even before you drop anything. Yeah. Like don't shut up with the day. Shut up with coming soon. Shut up with all that. Like just have your shit ready, and then figure out the rollout, and then just yeah. like that. And drop it. Album should be done first. The only thing that should be done like within your album shit when you start doing in your media room basically when you do interviews and shit that should everything should be that should be the fresh shit. Nah, it should be album album recorded first. 
And while you send it off to get mixed and mastered, you start playing it for people. Mm -hmm. And you start building a vision for it. Like, this is what I see. How do you like this pitch? Eventually, like, you start scouting for people. Like, oh, I have this idea. This is I want this type of cover art. I want a video first, too. So you shoot the video first. While the video's getting edited, you shoot the cover art. Like, there's just... It's a... I feel like that's the fun part though to so, figure it out. I feel like the album should. I wish be. someone gave me control of their whole album shit like that. Same, but again, I feel like it's never that easy. It's not. It'll only be that easy when I'm just like like two like just rich two just rich. If you're listening to this or one of your homies listening to this, like just like trust me and let's do this shit, dog. <laughs> Dead ass, bro. Trust me, let's do this shit. Trust me, and let's do this shit, bro, for real. But, yeah, because I feel like I want, I want to do something with an artist like that. That'd be fun. Yeah. It is fun. It's, it's very fun. Definitely. But, just to let you know, the camera did stop recording. Oh, we about, we out this bitch then. We out this bitch. We not really going to even say goodbye. This is just up. to be continued. <laughs> dot, 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 dot. Next dot, Thursday. Dot, dot, dot. <laughs> Overly Blown Podcast, Chris X, Matt. See y'all when I talk to y'all again. I was going to start beatboxing, but I don't know how to continue with that. Bro, we cutting this shit off. I'm going to roll it up, roll up right now. We're something to eat again. Again. And yeah, we out this bitch. O-B-O-B. Hey, hey.